SAFM Sports Wrap. Cheers to that. Uh, just gone half past six. Uh, Stephen Kirk in for Brad Brown on this uh, Tuesday evening edition of SAFM Sports Wrap. Uh, coming up, the Proteus squad has been named for the ICC World T20. We speak to Cricket South Africa's convener of selectors, Linda Zondi, a little bit later in the program. Marcos Andriscus has named his first squad as Davis Cup captain for the Euro-Africa Zone 2 tie against Luxembourg next month. We hear from him. We also catch up with golfer Merrick Bremner, who will have his wife on his bag at the Twani Open, which is the next big co-sanctioned event, and also an important step towards the race to the Investec Cup. But let's run through some of uh, today's uh, sporting news, and of course the top one is the ICC World T20. Dale Stain has been penciled into the SA squad for next month. ICC World T20. The Proteus Premier Fast Bowler will only crack the nod, though, if he is past fit. Also back in the squad uh, from uh, missing out in India, Riley Rousseau and David Visa, who missed the India series due to injury. And also in is Aram Pangiso, who's been preferred to Eddie Lee as the second specialist spin bowling option. There is no place, though, for Mornay Morkel. That 50-man squad will also compete in the upcoming KFC T20 International Series to be played against England and Australia during the course of the next four weeks. The full squad, Faf Duplessis, Kyle Abbott, Hashim Amna, Fahan Behardin, Quinton de Kock, Avi de Villiers, JP Dumini, Imran Tahir, David Miller, Chris Morris, Aaron Pangiso, Kahisa Rabada, Riley Rousseau, Dale Stein and David Visa. Seamus Stewart Broad and Chris Wokes, currently on tour with England and South Africa, have been omitted from England's World T20 squad. Instead, England selectors have picked uncapped spinning all-rounder Liam Dawson, while Stephen Finn makes the squad despite recent niggles. Kevin Peterson, unsurprisingly, has also been left out despite his recent good form in Australia's Big Bash League and here in the Ram Slam T20. And Pakistan have uh, got quite a green squad. They've named uh, uncut bowlers Ruman Rice and Mohammad Nawaz in their squad and uh, left out uh, vastly experienced paceman Umar Gul, who's the second highest wicket taker in the format. Opening batsman Ahmad Shahzad has also been dropped. Uh, his place has gone to uncapped Kuramanzur. Also, batsman Baba Azam and Iftikhar Ahmed uncapped at T20 level. In uh, the domestic front, it's uh, the Momentum One Day Cup, and the Dolphins were completely thrashed in today's uh, match by the Warriors down in Durban. The Dolphins elected to bat first, and uh, they could only manage 110 all out. And that was uh, thanks to... The bowling of Andrew Birch, who took 4 for 15. Uh, Ayabal uh, Kamane, who took 3 for 18. Bashira Dean Waters, 2 for 59. Top scorer for the Dolphins was Keshav Maharaj, 43 not out. In fact, the latest score I have for you is that Warriors 108 without loss, still needing 3 to win that half century for Colin Ackerman. JJ Smuts uh, just one run away from that. In tennis, New Davis Cup captain Marcus Andruskas named his five-man squad for the year. Africa's zone two tie against Luxembourg. SN number one Kevin Anderson remains unavailable, while leading doubles player Raven Klassen is also unavailable due to scheduling issues. Dina Bryan, now ranked 122nd in doubles, is likely to play alongside Ruan Rulosa in the tie. Tucker Forster, who grew up playing at Irene, will likely lead the singles challenge with 18-year-old Lloyd Harris as his number two. The fifth uh, team members, Keith Patrick Crowley. 
In uh, golfing news, amateur Ivana Samu carded a first round 68 at the Royal Cape Golf Club to lead the Cape Town Ladies Open by a stroke at six under par today. The 17-year-old, a former SA amateur, number one, has some of the country's big names breathing down her neck. Leanne Pace, Ashley Simon and uh, Monique Smith uh, share second on five under par. Lorette Meritz is on uh, four under and uh, in soccer news, who can stop Mamelodi Sundowns? We've got uh, the. They're taking on. The Urban Warriors will. Let me completely restart that. Pumalanga Black Aces can go second in the AFSA Premiership with victory against Ajax Cape Town, while Orlando Pirates will have to stop the Mamelodi Sundowns juggernaut this evening. Ajax Cape Town. Uh, Host Mpumalanga Black Aces. Orlando Pirates uh, are up against Mamelodi Sundowns. Those both kick off at half past seven. And the Urban Warriors will compete in the 2016 CAF Confederation Cup. After all, the club had withdrawn, citing concerns over player safety and travel arrangements to Angola, where they were due to take on GD Sagrada Esperanza. However, they'd not gone through SAFA, who refused to grant Ajax permission to withdraw and threaten sanctions if they did not meet their continental commitments. The club has confirmed that they will be taking part. As long as the itinerary and details of the aircraft that will be carried on uh, have been confirmed to them. Uh, tonight in England, uh, FA Cup tie between Peachbury United and West Brom. And Copa del Rey, Valencia must come back from 7-0 down against uh, Barcelona in the semi-final second leg. And in cycling team dimension, Data's Edward Bussenhagen won today's uh, individual time trial at the Tour of Qatar and uh, the Norwegian has taken the overall race lead from teammate Mark Cavendish. Uh, Boston Hagen raced through the 11K course in a time of 30 minutes, 26.98 seconds to win by 25 seconds from Joss van Enden of Lotto NL Jumbo. Um, BMC's Manuel Quintana put in a strong performance to finish third. Boston Hagen now leads Cavendish by 26 seconds. JFM Sports Wrap. So now we talk about that ICC World T20 squad, uh, which will be representing the country. And uh, Linda Zondi is uh, the man joining us on the line, the convener of uh, selectors. Um, Linda, are you with us? We're going to try and uh, re-establish uh, connection with uh, Linda Zondi. Uh, but in the meantime, I suppose uh, we'll do a bit of uh, tennis. SAFM Sports Wrap. This is uh, Stephen Kirker in for Brad Brown on SAFM Sports Special. And uh, interesting and exciting times for tennis fans, and particularly, I suppose, for the man we're speaking to now, Marcus Ondruska, who only a couple of weeks ago was appointed uh, South Africa's Davis Cup captain and uh, named the first uh, five-man squad for the forthcoming tie against Luxembourg and uh, is online. Marcus, thank you very much for your time. How are you feeling about this first squad, first of all? Hi, Stephen. Thank you for having me on, on, on the air. Uh, I'm very, very excited. I think it's a good team. It's a young team. I think our chances against uh, the Luxembourg team are very, very good. And I'm very, very excited to be a part of this Davis Cup again, you know. It's been a long time. Absolutely. I mean, let's take a step back. And in terms of how excited you were about this involvement, I mean, it's quite a big step captaining your country. I mean, clearly you played a couple of Davis Cup ties in the past. But in terms of the thought process and how much time you put into this, tell us about that. Well, yeah, it's been, I mean, it's obviously a big honor. And I've played a lot of Davis Cup in the past. So I think I. 
am used to the pressures and I understand the situations and and what happens on court. I know the format very well and I am, again, just for me, I'm, I'm very, very excited. I think we've got a great team. I think it's a young team and I think it's a good base and actually a great base to build off uh, for the years to come. One name, obviously, and no big surprises, uh, Kevin Anderson uh, not uh, taking part in this Davis Cup tie. I presume you've had a word with him about his availability? I think that, uh, you know, for, for, for Kevin, it's a bit of a tricky situation. I think that he is a great guy, and I think that you know, at the end of last year, he was, you know, ranked in the top 10 for the first time, and I think that. You know, he, he's got to focus on trying to build his career and, and do a great job with his career at this stage. You know, I'm hoping that, you know, if, if it fits into his schedule, um, that maybe he'll join us for a Davis Cup tie every once in a while. But, um, you know, as, as it lies in this stage, I think it's a very, very difficult tie for anyone who's ranked high in the world to be a part of because, you know, they'll be playing in the United States at this time over here. And then all of a sudden they have to fly a week back to South Africa to come back for Indian Wells and Miami. And that, that, that's not a particularly easy schedule to do. I presume similar kind of things uh, have meant uh, Reverend Carson's uh, out of the team because uh, he's in a new doubles uh, partnership uh, on the international level. And clearly he needs to try and sustain that. Yes, that's exactly right. Uh, Raven has been very excited about Davis Cup and I think he's very, very willing to play. Um, just I think that, you know, with the timing of this particular Davis Cup tie, it's been very difficult, um, you know, especially for those top guys. It's really difficult to go sort of uh, from the United States back to South Africa and th that time zone for one week and then expect to play well at Indian Wells and Miami. You know, and those are big events for all of these top guys. I guess Nicholas Skoltz uh, is one of the guys, you, you've spoken about the youth of this team. Uh, the other um, downside, of course, about youth is inexperience. Nicholas has uh, been there and thereabouts and been part of quite a few Davis Cup squads and played in uh, one or two rubbers. So it would have been good to have uh, him involved. Uh, what's, uh, what's up with him? I think that Nick has been practicing really hard from my conversations with him. And uh, I think he's ready to go and play on the tour. I think he was talking about maybe going to China for two weeks uh, during sort of those weeks. I think he's been very responsible with his call. I think he's looked at the team and I think he's seen that he's probably going to be the third singles guy. Um, and, and he sort of, uh, I think, checked with the team first and made sure the team was okay uh, and then sort of made his decision to maybe uh, go and take on some of these other things and try and get him up and running for our potential next time. Okay, let's talk about that uh, team. Uh, Tucker Forster, of course, uh, is uh, one of the, I guess, the more experienced players in that squad now. And uh, he'll be playing at home, so that must be, must be good for you from uh, you know, the way he knows that. Yeah, I think Tucker is, has a lot of exposure to a lot of, uh, sort of like higher-ranked players. Um, he plays a lot of challengers, and I think that... He plays regularly against guys that are ranked like 100 to 200 in the world and sometimes even against guys that are ranked inside the top 100 in the world. So that's the kind of experience that we are looking to uh, utilize and bring to the team um, when, when we play against, obviously, Luxembourg um, because Gilles Moore is still a potential to play. Mm. Now, other names in there. You've got Ruan Rulofsa, who, again, has also been uh, part of uh, Davis Cup uh, for a while. But you've got the young uh, Lloyd Harris uh, coming in. It's going to be difficult uh, when you um, decide uh, which two players are going to front up for the singles. Uh, is Lloyd in with a shout there? 
Lloyd is definitely in with a shout. Um, in fact, I'm probably expecting him to be playing uh, in the singles at this stage. I think I was fortunate enough to be in Stellenbosch at the end of last year, and I got to watch Lloyd, and I got to watch Nick play. And, uh, you know, I thought they were great prospects for the team, for the current team, and for the future, too, to, to build on. Um, and, uh, you know, as such, I'm expecting big things from Lloyd. And do you know, Brian, interesting, you, we've not got Raven Klaassen in uh, the, this particular squad, but uh, Dean made that conscious effort to, to play doubles uh, in the last few months. That must be very valuable to you. Yeah, and he's just come off a, I think it was a winner of finals in Dallas, uh, where he partnered um, with Seku was it Bangura? Um, so that was the first time partnership. So he's obviously in top form, and I think um, you know the, the, the team of potentially him and uh, Ruan together. Uh, and Ruan's also had his what, what first uh, ATP Tour event there in Montpellier. Uh, I think that um, both are. It's an exciting team, and I think that should bode us well in the Davis Cup. So confident uh, of uh, getting this one done against Luxembourg? Yeah, I mean. Confident, yes. I mean, I don't want to be overconfident over here. I think there's a lot of work ahead of us, and I think it's going to be just like any Davis Cup tires. You know, it, it, it's tough. It's a slog. It's a moment-to-moment battle, and uh, you know, we're going to have to pay attention while we're down there on court and make good decisions all the time. Well, Marcus, thank you very much for your time. I look forward to catching up with you when you are back uh, in Pretoria. On, on that, on, that uh, on those terms, uh, looking forward to sort of being back here and, and working back here. Yeah, I, I am. I'm really looking forward to it. Um, I, you know, I grew up in in, in Twani East there, uh, and I know Arini Country Club really well. So I'm excited about uh, being there, and I think uh, it's going to be a very, very exciting time. That's South African Davis Cup captain Marcus Andruska. SAFM Sports Wrap. The Twani Open tees off uh, tomorrow at the Twani Country Club. Uh, it's not only one of the leading events on the Sunshine Tour, but also European Tour event. And, of course, uh, counts towards uh, the chase to the Investec Cup as well. And one of the players who will be hoping to improve uh, his standing and that front is uh, Merrick Bremner, who joins us now on SAFM Sports Wrap. Uh, Merrick, uh, good evening to you. First of all, how are you coping with the balance of uh, having a noisy young uh, child at home? Because uh, only 11 weeks old. Uh, are you getting a bit of relief out on the, the practice range? Yeah, I do and I don't. I mean, it's it's nice to, to have a break from the, the moaning and groaning and the changing of nappies and and feeding time and all that but then when you're away you also miss them a lot you know you you kind of want to spend as much time as you can with them because they grow up so quickly so yeah it's i mean it's a bit of both but it, it is nice to get out on the fairways and and not have any worries at home and uh, tell us about the shape of your game at uh, the moment i'm playing nicely i mean we've we've had a about a three-week break since our last event so um had some time to regroup and refocus and do some work um, hitting the ball nicely, playing well again. I've, I've found some renewed confidence. So my wife's caddying for me this week, which is a big bonus. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm really looking forward to this week. Now, having your wife uh, caddy for you, clearly somebody's going to be looking after the youngster. How did that come about? Um, well, my wife actually caddied for me two years ago in Russia, um, purely because my, my regular caddy couldn't, couldn't make it. He couldn't get his visa in time. And uh, she had a visa already, so she she opted to caddy for me that week, and we actually work well together. So, and my my in-laws live at the, the same estate as us, at Hopley Coffee Estate. So, 
Ukraine will be on duty this week while my wife and I are tackling this anyway. <laughs> and uh, in terms of that, uh, on uh, you know, out on the course relationship, I understand uh, she's uh, not a bad golfer herself, so she will be helping you out when it comes to lining things up? Yeah, I think we, we did some good work yesterday in the program. I mean, we kind of worked on a game plan. And, yeah, she knows my game well, so she knows where my strengths and weaknesses are, and she says the right things at the right time. I think that's where it's more crucial for me, is that staying in the moment and not getting ahead of yourself and not staying in the, in the, in the, in the negatives as well when you, when you play bad shots or whatever. She's, she's very good at that positive affirmation. So, yeah, it's a big help. Yeah, we all need people like that. Uh, I suppose uh, uh, the important thing for you is uh, also not to get too touchy because uh, uh, then the lip might uh, fall. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can't be having can't be having a grumpy golfer <laughs> if your if your wife's on the bag. That's simply not allowed. Uh, you're lying 44th uh, currently in the, the chase to the Investec Cup. Clearly. Uh, it's a goal for everyone uh, to make it into that final field. Uh, you confident uh, that you've got the game now to sort of uh, move up a few uh, places in the next uh, tournament or two? Uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, the, the points on offer in the remaining few events are, are substantial. So, I mean, especially this week. So, I think uh, a really good finish and you, you shoot up the rankings, you know. So, I mean, obviously, it's a very lucrative prize fund and bonus pool that we're playing for. Um, so, obviously, that is a massive goal for me being an investor ambassador. So, no, let's just see what the weeks ahead hold, and hopefully we can get into that top 16. George Kutsi is the defending champion, but there's some seriously talented young whippersnappers uh, who've been uh, shaking things up in the Sunshine Tour. Uh, we've had Brandon Stone and Hayden Porsches uh, win, which I guess is, is great for all of us, isn't it? It's, it's huge for South African golf. I think it's... Um, the next wave of of our of our young youth and, and that are coming through now and it's great to see uh, Hayden and Brandon both winning the S Open and Joe Open respectively. But yeah, I think it's massive for for all of us as South Africans also to know that we can do it. You know, we can win a European Tour event on home soil or overseas as well. It's actually been a bit, uh, I suppose, disappointing for some SA golf fans uh, how our golfers seem to have fallen away slightly. There was a stage where we had a whole bunch of golfers ranked in the top 20, even in the top 10. But, uh, you know, Charles Schwarzel is there and thereabouts, Louis Tozen as well. Do you think we are just going through a sort of uh, a transition phase? Look, I don't know so much. I mean, George got injured t- towards the back end of last year, and he was just just inside the top 50, I think, when his injury occurred. And I think Gracie's on the on the border of breaking into the top 10. I, I know he was 11th going into Qatar when he won, mm. so I don't know if he's gone into the top 10 as yet. But, I mean, Charles and Louis, or Charles had a, a long break as well. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's all about how often the guys play, and that determines how, how often they move up or down the world rankings. So, I think we... Uh, so I think golf is in a great uh, in a great state at the moment. I mean, we've got a lot of depth, I think, and as you can see from our world rankings, I mean, for the size of our country, for the amount of players we have in the top hundred, it's, it's remarkable. In terms of uh, playing rights and stuff, uh, the fact that you've got an 11-week-old uh, uh, baby means uh, you know li- family life is uh, going to be affected, and you're going to be affected by that. But clearly, if you pick up a, a good finish in the 20 Open, the fact that it's uh, co-ranked certainly helps with uh, getting invitations uh, in Europe. What kind of h- hopes, ambitions, plans have you got for the rest of the year? Yeah, I was in a in a pickle last year as well with my wife being pregnant, and I had a category for the for the European Tour. It wasn't a very good one, 
but I managed to play, I think, uh, 18 events in total, including the ones in South Africa. So this year I've got a full challenge to a card, which is a subsidiary tour to the main tour. Um, but yeah, we'll see how it goes. I mean, obviously a, a good week this week, and then your plans change quickly. So it's it's hard to say what we'll do or what we won't do. But I think even if we get the full card and the job done, my family will have to travel with me because I don't know if I'll be able to do a long stint without them. Yeah, so in other words, you're committing to playing as many, uh, assuming you don't, uh, uh, you know, crack a, a good result this weekend, uh, you know, giving it all to the Challenge Tour and uh, taking everyone along. Pretty much, yeah, I think that's that's the plan. I mean, we have we have spoken about it, um, not at length, but, um, yeah, the, the wind is blowing in that direction. So I think that'll be good for all of us as a family so that I don't miss out on them and they don't miss me too much. So I think... You definitely have to have a balance, and it's hard to have a balance if you need to travel for seven weeks because then you're always on FaceTime or on, on Skype trying to see your family and you don't have that physical interaction with them, so it's quite difficult. So I think the choice to travel with them is the is the right one. Hopefully I can chat to you again on, on Monday or Sunday, and you will, will be chatting with me as a European tour winner. <laughs> there you go. Good. <laughs> Amen to that, and good luck. That's Merrick uh, Bremner, who tees up tomorrow at the Twiny Open. Insuring one of the top 100 companies listed on the JSE is quite a nice feather to have in one's cap. You can be prouder still if you insure five, and those who insure ten have a lot to celebrate. At Suntum, we insure 86, which proves that we know a thing or two about protecting the successful businesses of others. Speak to your broker about how we can protect your business, or visit suntum.co.za. Suntum, insurance good and proper, an authorized financial services provider. Now they're taking the decision upstairs, John. This is going to be a close call. The home side with everything to play for here. Have they done enough? One decision can change it all. The right call can transform opportunity into measurable results. Make the right call for your business. Partner with a CASA today. You imagine a chartered accountant? We see a business decision maker equipped to inspire future business results. Find a responsible business leader at findacasa.co.za. SAFM Sports Wrap. Okay, we're joined uh, now to discuss something rather important which uh, happened today, the naming of the CSA squad for the ICC World uh, 2020. And uh, the convener of the selector is uh, Linda Zondi, who joins us on the line. Easy or tough uh, naming the players? I haven't been sleeping, so then how are you doing? Um, it's been tough. And, uh, but I'm, I'm glad that we finally managed to, to, to come up with a squad that we believe that they can bring the, work, um, the cup uh, back off. I suppose the fact that uh, the form that these, uh, most of these players had uh, while they were India, in India and the results uh, that you got uh, certainly made that aspect a bit easier. Absolutely. I mean, the guys that we, we've, we've picked, I mean, a lot of them, they've got so much experience. And um, also a lot of them also played in, in, in the IPL in, in South Africa. So you cannot buy experience. So we were quite excited that even the, the last um, series that we played in, 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 the, in, the, in those conditions, I think the guys did well. So we are, we are very optimistic about the results um, to, uh, for the World Cup. Um, Dale Stain, of course, everyone wants Dale Stain to be fit and firing on all cylinders in all forms of the game. He has had a, a really difficult run of late. He he has been penciled into this squad. How optimistic are you that uh, he's going to be able to make that trip? 
I think uh, from the selection point of view, we, we, we had to send um, a, a, a positive message to Dell that we back him. He's been one of the, our top um, bowlers for the country and for protests for, for a very long time. And I think a fit Dell um, is, is going to be an asset for us winning um, that World Cup. So for now, I think we're going step by step in terms of um, making sure that Dell um, comes up and, 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 and play against Australia. And then for us, it's not a trial for Dell in terms of saying if he does badly or whatsoever. I think for us, it's saying we just have to see Dell playing some cricket um, in Australia. And if things don't go our way in terms of their fitness, and then we'll can, we'll make a decision from there. But for now, um, we're backing Dell, and we're hoping that he's going to be match fit um, against the Australian um, series. And then, and then we'll take it from there. Mm. It's great having a guy like Quinton de Kock coming into some awesome form again. No one can argue. Absolutely. <laughs> no Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> it's, such a, it's such a relief when you see such a young guy with his hot neck. And then, I mean, he's timing the ball sweetly. And then a guy like him, you know, when you look at him, I mean, it takes a, a few players when they get to 50 and then convert um, and get a 100. And, you know, Quinny in our days is not, not even... Um, getting hundreds, he's getting big hundreds, which is for us, it's a, it's a, it's a good, uh, it's a positive uh, plus as we, as we go into the T20. So we are very excited and we're very, very happy uh, what the, 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 some of the guys um, have, have done, even though it's been a bumpy ride for the guys, I mean, from the test series and now into the ODI. So we're optimistic that, I mean, that some of these guys can take this form and then um, going forward to the World Cup. Yeah, you mentioned form, and of course uh, we always say form is temporary, but class is permanent. There are one or two players, I guess, who won't have been uh, particularly too happy with the, the way they've been playing of late. Um, you know, I look at the team, and a guy like Imran Tahir hasn't had the best uh, experience in the one day or so far, but certainly in the, those subcontinental conditions, you're clearly backing him. Absolutely, it's, it's, it's very nice. So we, we're just hoping, like you say, in, in those conditions for the guys to adjust. Well, it's all about adjusting you know, to the conditions. So we are very excited about it. So, and um, we, we, we hope all will go well for us. In terms of experience, uh, you had Eddie Lee who was, uh, you know, took his chance uh, in India. And of course, Aaron Pangiso who's proven, I guess, experience won the day in the end. Absolutely, and then the combination also to have a leggy and the left arm spinner is, is vital for us. And then, I mean, when, when you look at Pangi, so he's done well in the T20 and he's done well for, 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 for franchise and the Lions, so we're quite excited about it. And, um, but I must go now, uh, Stephen, so it was nice chatting to you. Linda, thank you very much for your time and good Thanks, luck buddy. to you, the squad. Bye. Thanks, buddy. Shabbat. Linda's only in a hurry to get on uh, the bus. Uh, that full oxygen Proteus T20 squad is uh, Faf Duplessis, who, of course, is the captain. Kyle Abbott, Hashim Amla, Fahan Behardin, Quinton de Kock, A.B. de Villiers, J.P. Dumini, Imran Tahir, David Miller, Chris Morris, Aaron Pangiso, Kahiso Rabada, Riley Rousseau, Dale Stain, and David Visa. No place for Mornay Stain. But uh, I suppose he could well end up back in the squad if uh, Mornay Stain. Um, if Dale Stain is uh, Mornay van Veik, if. No, Mornay Morkel, if Dale Stain is uh, ruled unfit. In the group with South Africa, Sri Lanka, West Indies, uh, England. And uh, also the winner of Group B, which is made up of Zimbabwe, Scotland, Hong Kong and Afghanistan. SFM Sports Wrap with Stephen Kirker in for Brad Brown. Uh, finally, a bit of a preview for tonight's soccer action in the AFSA Premiership. Mamanet Sundowns looking to extend their lead 
at the top of the table when they take on Orlando Pirates away from home. The Brazilians are currently six points uh, clear of Bitvest Vitz after 18 rounds of matches. Remember, last night, uh, Vitz dropped points, or three points, against the Kaiser Chiefs, who beat them 1-0. Pizzo team beat the Buccaneers 2-0 in the first round in December. Mosamane, though, says Pirates are showing signs of improvement. No, we're playing a team that is, I think they've won their last two games, if I'm not mistaken. They beat Tux, they beat Ajax, they drew with Chiefs. So they come from a, a, a very good program of two, two wins and one draw. And a draw against Chiefs, I think it's okay. It's, it's okay draw, eh? because we also drew against Chiefs. They're on form, they're scoring goals now. They look more organized uh, against Chiefs, even against uh, Tux. More organized against Ajax, you know. So... We, we're playing an away game. I, I, I presume that it's normal that they'd like to, to collect three points against us because we've already collected three against them. It's normal. And we're playing in Orlando Stadium. It's a different venue. And uh, it has never been easy for us at Orlando. And it That's uh, Pizzo Masamani. That wraps up SAFM Sports uh, Wrap for this uh, Wednesday evening. There is no program tomorrow evening due to the State of the Nation addressed by the President. Uh, Catch all all the updates on uh, Janet Whitten's Sport Bulletin in AM Live tomorrow morning. That's it from myself. Handing you on to a talk shop with Bongi Gwala in the house after the news.